0: Well, it's really good to be with you all here this morning. It's a, a beautiful morning. It's quite hot outside. Sun's beaming. I'm trying to block out my um, my the, the skylight behind me because it's just shining off the computer. But anyway, yes, pray you are well. Pray you are well. Um, I'm going to continue the series that I started uh, a few weeks back called Stand Firm and Suit Up. So this is the second part. Um, I'm going to just go over a, a little bit, not too much of the initial aspects of of the word. Just my introduction, um, and then we're going to just kind of get straight into it this, today. We're just going to talk about that the kind of the free the first three aspects of um, that scripture. So the, the, the scripture is based on Ephesians chapter six verse 10 um, to 18, um, but I do read um, until 24 as well um, sometimes um, just to kind of get the full essence of that scripture um, and, and why and what we need to be doing in the context of being ready at all times, um, ready in the context of our spiritual and our physical lives, okay? Okay. Um I, I'm hoping you're not getting the background. There is a bit of background noise outside where I've got the windows on. Um, I'm hoping it's very clear. Just before I start, I'm going to open um, this aspect of the service um, where I'm teaching in prayer. So if you could just join me in prayer and then um, I'm going to ask John Mark just to play something really quickly. Father, I want to thank you. I want to praise you. You are worthy of all the glory and all the honour. And Father, I give myself to you this morning, and I say, have your way. Father, speak through me. May the words that come out of my mouth be acceptable to you. May they be words of empowerment and encouragement. May they be words, Lord, that will empower those who hear this message to stand firm and suit up. To be able, Father, to be uh, uh, confident in your word, confident in their faith and move forward against the wiles of the enemy, to move forward taking territories in the areas of their life and to move forward in the context of this um, current situation we're in, in the world. Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit will move right now In every home, even though we're not together physically, Lord, we are together, Lord, online, and and we are together because of your son, Jesus Christ, who died for us. Father, I pray that in every home, your spirit will move right now, and they'll be attuned to this word and to your word, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're talking about the armour of God today, Um, and last time I shared... Um, I I used um, Iron Man as an analogy to help us understand the context and the concepts um, that we're looking at in terms of the spirit of God and the armour of God. Um, So last time I explained the kind of evolution of of the Iron Man suits, okay? So Tony Stark is a man and, and the suits, when he encompasses them, and um, he then becomes Iron Man. Um, and as he goes through the journey through the Iron Man series, it starts off as two individuals. And then by the end of the kind of series, and, and I suppose as they integrated it into the, the, the kind of Marvel Avengers, you see that the suit, um, which we just saw, I think that was like the Mark 50, which So he starts from one, and he goes through a series and an evolution of 50 suits. Um, and that suit is, is pretty much integrated into his... It, it, well, it's integrated into the little arc reactor that's on his chest. So he taps the chest, and the suit appears. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, or if, if you weren't here, go back and listen to um, my, my um, teaching in the last series on the podcast, um, in the comics, it's actually that little thing. It's not nanotech, it's actually biotech. So in the comics, if they were true to the nature of them, um, actually, the, 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 the nanotech is actually biotech and it's integrated into his body. And I was saying um, that the Lord wants us, like that Iron Man suit, to have the armor of God ready at any point at any second that whenever danger is around we are fully clothed and we are fully armored um, with the armor of God I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10 and it says this the armor of God finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. You know what I love about about that clip? And I I chose that clip specifically because when the evil guy comes, you know, he he comes almost like he's some sort of prophet, prophet of doom. You know, it's almost like he's preaching scripture, you know. Um, And I just thought it's really great because the enemy is a, a deceitful liar. He's a deceitful thief. And he wants to entrap you. But the Bible says, and what what the, what the Bible says is that you have everything you need to stand against the enemy. God has equipped us with the full armor of God, just like when Tony Stark turns into Iron Man. It's a quick link to the Holy Spirit, a quick tap of the chest, and he is ready for battle. Verse 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the armour of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. Really important verse, that one. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled round your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which words may be given me so that i will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which i am an ambassador in chains pray that i may declare it fearlessly as i should so Today, I want to just focus on the the first three aspects, okay? So um, if you remember um, just what I taught on last time, I broke it down into three areas. And um, I I, I want to look at the two specifics um, of that today. So that scripture breaks down the armor into two aspects, okay? So the first aspect is um, where it talks about... um, it talks about um, the, the belt of truth, the buck, um, buckled around your waist, and the breastplate um, in place, and um, put on the feet, um, put on your feet, um, the, the the boots of peace, the gospel of peace. So these three aspects, okay, these three aspects are like the the the, the base layer of the armour. These are the things that you must have on at all times, the things that don't come off. And if you remember correctly, what I said um, is that the armour of God needs to evolve in you as you progress in your Christian walk. So like with Tony Stark, um, when he first, remember, when he first donned the armour, it was about protection, it was about saving his life, and it was about getting out of a situation. And it's a little bit like our salvation. When we first put on the armour of God, when we first become a Christian, it's, it's clunky. Sometimes we get it wrong. Sometimes we put on this arm; it feels like a heavy weight. We're struggling. We're changing our lifestyles. We're we're looking at things differently. And the the basic aspect of it is to protect our heart. Now, <clears throat> if you remember, um, in the early in the first series of the Iron Man series, um, um, Tony Stark. This he's a he's a, a billionaire um, arms dealer, basically who has no respect he's pompous he thinks he's the, the 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 man of the moment he doesn't care about anybody he's arrogant and then he gets taken out by a bomb one of his own bombs um, by some terrorists and this bomb explodes and leaves shrapnel embedded in his heart now sin came into the world and the bible says we all have fallen short of the glory of God. And in order to move from this aspect of being caught short of the glory of God, we need to ask God for forgiveness. And the salvation in Christ brings that element. And when we get that element, we get fully fitted with the armour of God. It's not As complex as people think, we don't have to be a Christian for like a few years before we earn this armor. The instant we pray the prayer of salvation, we have every aspect that we need in order to succeed in our walk and journey with Christ. We don't need to, like a computer game, reach different levels. We don't need to move for everything we have. Has been given to us through Christ, through his death and resurrection, through that gift of life, it's given us at that point. Yes, we will become better like any soldier. Yes, we will we will learn how to use things and we will learn how to evolve in the nature of how we use things, but the very essence, the very base aspect of our salvation is to save our hearts and to save our, our, our souls. And like the first Iron Man suit, as crude and as heavy and as clunky and as bulky as it was, it had one person, purpose. And that purpose was to protect his heart, was to get out of the situation that he was in, in order for him to stand firm and move forward. And that arrogance began to change. Now, the Bible calls us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And those things come through seasons. They come through trials. They come through tribulations. But I want to talk about this. The scripture there, right at the beginning, says that we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of darkness, of this world and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms now obviously we don't have a physical armor the armor that we are talking about is our spiritual armor it's our spiritual weapons these are weapons that God has given us to battle against the enemy in the spiritual realm and one of the best ways to understand this is to think about How we as Christians learn how to pray, learn how to move forward and learn how to move things in the context of the kingdom of God. So everything we conduct in the spiritual realm through prayer, through supplication, through worship, impacts us where we are today. Now, Paul wrote this a long time ago he wrote this when he was in prison um and he wrote it to encourage the christians in ephesus okay the ephesians and the whole book of ephesians is a book of encouragement and empowerment for us to continue and and i i i really believe this scripture is relevant then as as it is then as it is today and one of the things that we have to understand and one of the things we have to believe is this, that our situation today may be different then, but the suit that we wear, the armor that we wear is ready for our situation now. Now, we talked about the pandemic. We talked about different aspects of, of evil. Now, one of the things that happens with the Iron Man suits is, He has a suit pretty much for every occasion. And as he builds the suits up, it adapts, he adapts, he evolves it for the circumstances of that day. And we need to do the same. We might not be in Roman times where the Roman soldiers are walking around. We might not be in times um, where um, we're at war, but we, we are spiritually constantly under attack. And I don't know about you, I was discussing this with, Uh, One of my friends during the week, where we are now is obviously naturally closer in the context of the return of the Lord. And we need to be ready. We need to be ready at all times. And we need to make sure that we have the tools, the equipment ready in order to face off the enemy, in order to win the battles that we have to fight. Now, one of the things I like to, to, to think about, and, and I, I named them at the, towards the end of my preach last time, um, and these are the three areas that I want to think about. So one is this. We must know what the armor of God is. We must be confident in the armor. We need to know what we are done in, we need to know how it works. We need to know what it does for us as individuals. Now, remember, armor is there to protect us, but this scripture doesn't just talk about protection. It talks about offense as well. So not only does it talk about the the, the belt, the the breastplate and the the shoes, it talks about the sword of the spirit. It talks about the shield of faith, okay? And it it, it arts us, to not only put on, but to take in order to move forward, in order to march forward. Okay, so we need to be confident in the things. And if you remember last time I, I talked to you about the fact that this armour has been tried and tested. This armour is very clear um, and battle-worn and battle-ready. Now in the Old Testament, um, there's a scripture in the Old Testament that refers to this and says that the Lord came down to the children of Israel because they weren't listening to him and he was going to deliver justice and that justice came in the form of the breastplate of righteousness and the sword of the spirit. So the Lord has already tried this suit and he has already given us something that is battle ready. Now, if the Lord used this armor, what more um, or how much more is it befitting for us to move and walk into battle? Now, the second point is this. We must believe it's more than just theory and theology. Now, when I came back to look at this, um, I was trying to understand what the Holy Spirit was trying to say to me just in the context of this. Now, it took me to the aspects of of the the kind of word of God, which is the logos. Um, It's a Greek word, okay? And the word of um, God um, in the logos, I just want to make sure I I get this right. Um, So the logos, which is a a Greek word, describes the written word of God. So it's the word of God, um, it's the word of God, that that um, that God has breathed and it has been written and it has been recorded, okay? And what we need to do is take that logos, that theology, that theory and move it into a position where it applies to our lives, okay? Now, how do we do that? What does that mean? what does that mean so it means this it means that in every situation in every circumstance that we are in the lord will speak to us for our battle so instead of just how can i say instead of just kind of getting the theory and saying and just applying it the the the, the logos Gives us the baseline. It gives us the baseline for whatever we're going through at whatever time. I hope that makes sense. So we read the word, we understand the word, and then through the Holy Spirit, and that word is the Logos word, the Holy Spirit then transforms it into a word called the Rhema. And the Rhema word of God is this the Rhema word of God is the life bringer okay now we all have different aspects of our lives that is different from each and every one of us so your life and your experiences are going to be different to mine and what the word of God does the logos is it gives us the baseline of how we need to um, uh, uh, move and how we need to use and then the rhema word of God activated through the Holy Spirit helps us realize that word in reality. Now, just using the Iron Man analogy and just just bear with me here, okay, I'm hoping I don't overcomplicate it. okay? So when, when, I, when, when Tony Stark was injured, he was saved by this doctor in a cave who used this metal magnet thing to keep the, um, the shrapnel from piercing his heart. So it he kept it out. Now, Tony Stark, in his mind, he was I mean, Tony Stark was a genius of his day you know he was really able to do things in that cave he had knowledge in his mind of what could save him and he got an idea from that to build so his father had built this massive arc reactor which was providing power to um, the city where he lived so he had this knowledge in his mind now if you can say that that's the logos okay now just remember this is this is not theology this is me trying to help you to understand how it works okay so that arc reactor and the, the knowledge of that arc reactor enabled tony to build something that will allow him not only to save himself and place in his heart but also power this suit okay So his knowledge, his understanding of science, the the kind of logos, he transformed that into a rhema for his situation. Now he took that information, he made it personal to himself, and then he created this suit. And then that suit took him out of that circumstance and basically birthed Iron Man, okay? So the transition of the word of God from just written knowledge, written understanding, to active, um, uh, active—it's not knowledge, but active participation and active work—is like the logos moving from one state of, of written understanding to the rhema, which is the active understanding. Now, for us as Christians, the activation of the Word of God only comes through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, as we read the word, as we understand the word, helps us transfer the Logos into the Rhema and helps us to put it to action. The Rhema word of God is the active word of God in our lives and to our personal circumstance. Now, that Rhema word might not be the same for you as it is for me, because our circumstances and our lives are different. So when the word of God, like I'm teaching and preaching and and speaking to you, is realized through the Holy Spirit in your life, you will activate it through the Holy Spirit. It will speak to you in a dynamic and a way that you will understand, and then you will apply it to your life and your situation in order for you to move forward, in order for you to stand firm, in order for you to, to move according to how God wants you to move. The Rhema word and the Logos word are both massively important. We read the scriptures. We read the scriptures in order to understand how God wants us to live our lives, how God wants us to move. And the scripture here is saying this, that we must put on the full armor of God. Now, what does that mean in our circumstance? What does that mean in our situation? Now, if going back to what I taught about, it means this, that in every circumstance and situation in our life, we must always be battle ready. We must always live a life that is is shown, um, towards God. We must be girded. Now, this is where it breaks it down. Okay, so that scripture, let me just go back back to that scripture in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 24, says this. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Now, when we, when we look at that scripture, the belt of truth is more than just something we wrap around ourselves. Now, if we read in the, in the literal translation of that scripture from the Greek, it says this. Let me just find it. Bear with me. Stand therefore, verse 14, having your loins girt. We're about in truth. Having your loins girt about in truth. Now, I looked at the definition of girt in the old English. Now, when something is girt, it's, it, it means that it is. It has kind of free meanings, actually. So it means that it is secure okay it means that it's fastened it means that it's 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 holding something together so that it's immovable it's unshakable okay it's a measure that also enables something to last a distance Okay, it enables something to get ready and be ready for whatever difficulties, whatever challenges may come. It means you have to almost stand and and, and have a stance that is immovable. Now, that scripture talks about and says that we must stand, that we must stand firm, that in the end we must stand. It's very, very poignant that standing and being ready and being able in the context of the kingdom is so important. So the belt is more than just something which holds utility or holds your sword. Yes, that's important, but it means this that when you are getting ready in this suit, make sure you are are, are tight. Make sure when you you know when you wear a belt, you put it on so that you're ready and you're able to go the distance does that make sense so girt yourself with the belt of truth okay we as christians must be ready to go the course and one of the things i love about the analogy um in in terms of the iron man and and relating it to this is this that it doesn't mean that it's all going to be rosy so once you put on this armor you're going to It's a battle. There are going to be challenging times. There are going to be difficult times. There are going to be times when you've got to get up and dust yourself off. But if your armour is sagging, if it doesn't measure up to the task, then it's going to be difficult for you to to manage that um, aspect of things. Second, it talks about the, ble- the breastplate so it says with the breastplate of righteousness in place now the breastplate is such an important aspect because it it has many many um it has many protective factors and it has one of the most important factors when i was looking at this um It really made me think about the heart. Now, when we relate it to the Tony Stark saga, um, his heart is a very important aspect because if that arc reactor that is in his chest at the beginning is removed or, or the shrapnel moves towards his heart, then he's finished. And the Bible is very clear that the heart in the context for us is such an important aspect. And it talks about the heart moving from one state to another. Now, when we talk about being transformed by the renewing of our mind, it's co- the context of that is around our heart as well. Now, there's a scripture um, in Proverbs. Let's turn to Proverbs. just want to find it. Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 23. And it says this, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows on it. So the breastplate, the breastplate is so important. The breastplate is something that if we don't have this on, if we don't have this securely, it leaves us fully vulnerable. Now, I don't think um, it's any mistake that these aspects are right at the beginning of this verse and are highlighted first in the context of this scripture. One, we need to be ready We need to be measured up. We need to be girt. We need to have the belt of truth. So understanding God's word and the truth of God's word enables us to get to the end of the race. Then we need the breastplate. The breastplate then protects our hearts and allows us to get through any aspect of the battle. If our heart is properly protected and we are fully measured, It means that we'll move. And one of the things I did is I looked at this scripture um, in in Proverbs 4.23 and how it's described in different versions of the Bible. Um, I want to read them to you because I think it's really important. And it says this. um, So the New International. Hold on. Sorry. Just want to make sure my notes are right. There we go. So, the New International Version describes it as this like I read, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And then, in the English Standard um, Version, it says, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. The King James Version says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it, are the issues of life. Then the um, NASB says, watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the springs of life. And then the NLT, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. And then the one final scripture says, guard your heart above all else, for it is the source of life. The breastplate of righteousness is so important because that aspect of righteousness, and I I take righteousness almost to be a journey. It helps us move from one state of being to another. And sometimes we might get that wrong. But if we guard our hearts, The enemy will have no foothold over us. Now remember, our heart, out of our heart flows the issues of life. And I think there's another aspect to that scripture which says that that, um, out of the heart the mouth speaks. Okay, so what we breathe in terms of life, what we say in terms of life comes from our heart. Now, if we believe that we are kingdom people, we are people after God's own heart, then we must protect our heart and make sure that our heart is clear in terms of the kingdom of god because when we speak words that are not words of life it interrupts the integrity of our armor it interrupts the integrity of who we are and we need to understand that if we not only protect our heart but our heart is right our armor becomes impenetrable the fiery darts of the enemy even though we have the shield can't penetrate who we are and our character i'm just i'm just looking at the time i can't believe the time has gone i've, I've kind of <laughs> gone over things and i haven't really gone into exactly what i wanted to to say but the the, the kind of the, the the last aspect was the, the the boots of peace um now the peace of god When it describes the brutes of peace, is the gospel of the kingdom. Now, our confidence in that scripture is this that Jesus died, he rose again. And that gospel of peace, the good news, the gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ, is what we march for. It's what keeps us walking. It what it's what protects us. Now imagine going into battle without anything on your feet. It's so important that we walk in confidence and understanding that as we walk and how we walk, there is reason and purpose as we pursue forward. Those scriptures where it says stand firm, where it says stand, is not about literally just standing. It's about being confident in what you know and why you're battling and why you're fighting the enemy. Listen, I'm going to stop there um, because if I, the way I need to continue, um, if I go on, it's, it's going to carry on and I don't want it to to take over. But I hope you understood what I think. So the first three aspects in the context of this scripture talk about us putting on. So we must put on the belt of righteousness, put on the breastplate, um, the, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, and put on the shoes of peace, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And these aspects need to be ready and activated right from the moment you know Jesus. We need to be wearing these. We need to be understanding that these are the base layers and they enable us to be battle ready all the time. When a person in the army um, goes outside um, they don't change their battle gear unless they, they are very clear that they are not going to be running into battle. That's why, when the army are around their base or they're on, on assignment, they never take off their combat gear. They put down their weapons, they put down their tools, but they are always combat ready because they know that the enemy can strike at any moment. We need to be battle ready at all times. Father, I just pray that we will continuously be battle ready. That Father, we will have the belt of truth that will gird us that will keep us secure and able, Lord, to to meet the task, Lord, to be ready for any challenge or or difficult situation. I pray that the the breastplate of truth and righteousness will guard our hearts. That, Father, we will understand the importance of our hearts. And, Father, I pray that the shoes of peace will keep us marching forward, will keep us pushing forward concerning your word, which is the gospel of peace, which is the good news of Jesus Christ. That every enemy we trample, we will gain ground, understanding that the good news of Jesus will move forward. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.